we are both right now drinking our Cardi Miracle, which is, uh, and we both prefer it with a little bit more water. So and I'm almost done with mine, but this was full. It was full. Um, and it's one scoop twice a day in distilled water. It is important to put it in distilled water. I put mine in spring water. Spring water will work too. Don't use I just not tap water. water. It defeats the whole purpose. I like mine. And I I actually, when I get about halfway through this, I add more water to it and I drink it all day. Um, It's literally every vitamin and mineral that you need at even more than what the, you know, government recommends. Right. And your body just expels what you don't need. Your body will not absorb it. It's like once it reaches the limit, you'll find that you go pee more. Right. What were your symptoms before? Oh, I was I would get short of breath going from the kitchen to my bedroom. I was working from home eight hours a day. And I, there were many, many days that I did not make it through a whole shift because I was dizzy. I was nauseous. I was shorter, like shorter breath to the point, which is what I think was causing my dizziness because I wasn't getting enough oxygen. I felt terrible, like almost all the time. And I went through that for about a year before mm-hmm. we started doing this cardio miracle in February. And it really has made a difference. And it's Hey, Every there. day, seriously, start really, your is day. That what it is. It's like really, start your really day have with to. Cardio Miracle. Go to defiantmiracle.com. It's our affiliate link. Use promo code Defiant. If you sign up for the subscribe and save, then you get oh, that's so helpful. An additional to order it. Yeah, ten percent off, and then they just send it to you every month. All right, so uh, Cardio Miracle, get yes. yours today. Defiantmiracle.com. Promo code Defiant. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask. Refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, 
are catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. Now the weak 
Men feminize every act in the church, in the workplace, every class on the television screen, in the state of rap. All virtues gone in the state of black. We in hell on earth, and it's gonna collapse. Integrity is lost. He didn't We incentivize gods on the way the revolution will be televised. Gone too far. Don't know if we can rectify it. Those gates we will testify. So I'm saying it now for the counter clockwise. We are living in times where the wicked is all rise. The intelligent fall while the stupid is all drive, and the real get pushed aside. Yeah. I never seen God's eyes, but I seen the devils. He walks with men on earth at different levels. He knows the king we serve, so he hates and meddles and prays that we all burn and turn to rebels. He tried to get my soul, but I'll never settle. I walk this lonely road from the birth to ghettos. I'll take the gift bestowed and return a vessel. I am the one they chose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good morning, friends. How's everyone doing today? Look, I'm here and I'm not in jail. And my chickens are still here too. What do you know? You know, y'all want to know what happened in court yesterday, especially if you missed the podcast last night, which we didn't really tell the whole story and make just kind of... Anyway. So, let me tell y'all what happened. So we go into court yesterday. And uh, we get there early. We're sitting outside for a while. Mind you, this is like a pre-9-11 courtroom. No joke. No security whatsoever in the administrative building. You walk into the, the like entrance alcove before you get into the like, primary rotunda in the like small, very small rotunda in the administrative building, the, the county complex. Okay. And there are metal, metal detectors. They're pushed up against the wall in the alcove. Like you, you can't go through them. You'd run into a wall. Okay. So you just walk right in. There's no security. There's literally nobody there, right? We're wandering around going, okay, where's the courtroom? So we go upstairs. These are, there are these two like cool curved winding staircases that go up from the rotunda to the upstairs. And we see a, a couple sitting outside and I, you know, Mick goes one way, I go the other. And the courtroom is by where the couple was sitting. So I wave him over, we sit down. And uh, about five minutes later, a sheriff's deputy wanders through. And he goes, oh, are you guys waiting to go to court? Yeah. He goes, oh, well, you can just go in quietly. You don't want to not be there when they call your name. And we're still 15 minutes before our scheduled time. Okay. So we go in. And we make a nice sit in the back. And every single case up until ours was failure to pay rent. Right. Now that uh, COVID is over, there's no more emergency. People got to pay their bills. And it's hard. And the judge was very nice and very understanding, very sympathetic, but she held the hard line. You have to pay your bills. You have to pay your rent. Communication is key. It's so important. You got to talk to your landlord, landlord, landlord. You got to talk to your tenant. Like you got to work things out. You got to, you know, work, make some kind of an arrangement. If you can pay this amount by this, then, you know, maybe they'll let you stay. Um, but you, you have to pay this by this date. And she'd give them extra time. She's like, I'm going to sign this order next Tuesday and it'll take a week to process. So that gives you, you know, 10 days. And then after that, then you have, you know, then they have 30 days to actually evict you. So she was willing to work with people, but her big thing was communication. So we get up there. We're the last ones. So the courtroom is empty. It's just us and the code enforcement officer and the judge and her clerk and an animal control officer sitting in the back. So code enforcement sits at one table, Mick and I sit at the other. And uh, 
So uh, the judge kind of looks at us for a second and and um, she she like looks at both of us and she goes, you, I guess you guys don't have a great relationship. And I said, ma'am, we have no relationship. I've never met this woman before. I've never heard from her. I've never spoken to her. I've left messages for her. She's never responded once. There is no relationship here. And, and I was like, I'm the vice president of a nonprofit of a 501c3 called Mama H's Farm for a Better Tomorrow that helps veterans with PTSD using alternative therapies such as therapy chickens and gardening and pure natural diet to help them overcome PTSD. And the judge goes, oh, I know why you're here. Okay. So then she tells the code enforcement officer to lay out her case, right? And she's got a stack of papers in front of her and she's pulling out pictures, this, that, and the other. And, and uh, she says that she was at our house yesterday. I said, no, you weren't. I couldn't keep my mouth shut. Anyway. And then it was our turn to talk. And the first thing Mick asked the judge, because he started then. The first thing Mick asked the judge is, uh, sorry, I forgot to put my phone on. Do not disturb and my mother's calling. She can wait. Okay. First thing Mick asked the judge, is this woman a trusted officer of the court? No. Is, and so Mick asked her, he goes, are you required to follow the rules as laid out on the website? And the code enforcement officer says, no. I'm sorry, you're not required to follow the rules that's laid out on the code enforcement website that is specifically there to protect the constitutional rights of your citizens. And he says, no. Uh, what? So then we get into the whole thing. She's, this code enforcement officer says that uh, she's not done any personal interaction or door knockers since COVID because she's scared of COVID. Okay. That's not acceptable. I brought up the fact that she lied both on the statement. Mick called this woman a liar to her face like 12 times in court. Brought up the fact that she lied on this piece of paper. Said, if you're not, if you haven't done door knockers since COVID, then how come you said right here that you made every effort to reach out to us? You swear on this piece of paper, that's your signature, right? That you made every effort to reach out to us. And yet I've called you. I've I left a message with your office and they sent an email on my behalf to you. And you've never returned a message or a phone call or an email or come by the house. So that's a lie. And then on top of that, you said you sent this message, this letter by certified mail, but here's a first class envelope right here. So you've lied twice on one piece of paper and now you're lying under oath. And the judge said, well, this is what the judge said. Well, the official Bryan County, or she said, well, the website isn't accurate. It's not maintained by us. I said, so the official county website, you're telling me that the official county website is not accurate. It is not maintained by the county and we can't trust it because you've charged me with a code that doesn't even show up. She said, no, it's not up to date. Well, then how are we supposed to know? Because no one returns phone calls. Well, you're supposed to go down to zoning, to code enforcement and find out what zone you live in and go through all of the code enforcement rules and regulations to make sure that you're compliant with them at all times. That's apparently the responsibility of the citizens in this county because they can't keep the website up to date. It's not accurate. The website that says that code enforcement is required to come to your door and make personal contact in order to not violate the fourth amendment of your citizens. 
by the way, Mick did throw out that he feels like his Fourth Amendment is violated. And it was. Uh, then the judge tells me that, well, you, you don't know that that message got to her. You can't, you know, you, you can't always trust people to, to give messages. So you don't trust your staff to pass on messages from citizens that you're charging with a crime. Why do they work for you then? Yeah. Then the judge told us that she doesn't trust the mail. The mail takes forever since they've shut down the processing mail center in Savannah, which is true. It all has to go all the way to Jacksonville and come back and it often gets lost in the process. I said, well, then why don't you send things certified mail as is required per the regulations that apparently you don't have to follow? She had no answer for that. They were not expecting the heat that we brought. So, and then I laid out, you know, that emotional, their emotional support animals that we are currently working with three veterans we're in the process of having this particular property registered as a second location for the nonprofit. That paperwork's already been sent in. It just takes a while to go through the process, right? And uh, and then the judge says to me, they agree we're going to continue the case until December 7th. I need to get a letter from the doctor, which I already have for Mick. Um, and so December 7th, she asked the code enforcement officer, what's your holiday schedule like? Is December? December? But no, December's fine. Okay. And apparently it's on me to go find out exactly what zone I'm in because neither the code enforcement officer or the judge actually knew what zone my house is on, my property is located on. So they don't know what rules apply to us because they don't know what zone we're in because they thought we lived in a different neighborhood than we actually live in. You can't make this shit up. And then at the very end, the judge says to me, after we were determined on a, a new court date of December 7th, she says, uh, do you have anything else to say? I said, yes, ma'am, I do. You know, my husband and I, we have two primary precepts in our life that we live by. That's honesty and integrity. We live our lives 100% with honesty and integrity. And when someone who is representing our county who is, as you've called her, a trusted officer of the court, is allowed to lie both on paper and on the stand with no apparent consequences whatsoever, that does not engender trust in me or in the rest of the citizens of this county, I should add. And I'm really disappointed. You have entirely lost my trust. I have no trust in this government. I have no trust in these court proceedings going forward because you have no honesty or integrity. I lectured a magistrate judge on honesty and integrity. <sighs> oh, and then, no joke, from the side table, the court enforcement officer blurts out, you need a business license. And I looked, I said, I have a business license. I'm a registered LLC. I looked at the, the officer or the judge and I said, do I need a business license for my nonprofit when the registration goes through to this property. And she said, I don't know. You'll have to look that up. Are you kidding me? Good morning, PJ. We'll get there. So that was our day in court. And we'll have another one soon. Because honesty and integrity are the most important things in our lives. That's what we've taught our children. 
That's what the Bible teaches us every day. So let's start with a prayer. Dear God, thank you so much for giving me the strength and energy to get everything done that I need to get done today. For giving me the grace to deal with stupid people. And to keep my husband from killing stupid neighbors. Thank you for my animals. My chickens and my ducks who were so happy to come out this morning and get the early morning bugs. And my dogs who were so good on their walk today. Thank you for my children. Thank you for my amazing husband. As I told the judge, this is him with the chickens. Don't take them away. It won't be good. And thank you for life, God, every single day. Thank you for life. So. Let's get into it. We're still in Leviticus. Yesterday we were learning about clean and unclean. It brought, uh, again, it's like God's way of keeping you from parasites. And we bring a millennia worth of connotation to the word leprosy, but it's obviously used in the Bible differently than what we think of it. Or maybe it's not. Maybe leprosy has just been a catch-all, kind of like um, polio was, is, for boils and things. Although it is actually a parasite, by the way. So, the third book of Moses called Leviticus, chapter 14. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, This shall be the law of the leper. No, I'm sorry. We finished that one yesterday. My apologies. The third book of Moses called Leviticus, chapter 15. And the Lord spake unto Moses and to Aaron, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When any man hath a running issue out of his flesh, because of his issue he is unclean. And this shall be his uncleanness in his issue. Whether his flesh run with his issue, or his flesh be stopped from his issue, it is his uncleanness. Every bed whereon he lieth that has the issue is unclean, and every thing whereon he is sitteth shall be unclean. And whosoever toucheth his bed shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even. And he that sitteth on anything whereon he sat that hath the issue shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even. And he that toucheth the flesh of him that hath the issue shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even. And if he that hath the issue spit upon him that is clean, and he shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even. And what saddle soever he rideth upon that hath the issue shall be unclean. And whosoever toucheth anything that was under him shall be unclean until the even. And he that beareth any of those things shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even. And whomsoever he toucheth that hath the issue and hath not rinsed his hands in water he shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even. 
and the vessel of earth that he toucheth, which hath the issue, shall be broken, and every vessel of wood shall be rinsed in water. And when he that hath an issue is cleansed of his issue, then he shall number to himself seven days for his cleansing, and wash his clothes and bathe his flesh in running water, and shall be clean. And on the eighth day he shall take to him two turtle doves, or two young pigeons, or come before the Lord unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation and give them unto the priest and the priest shall offer them the one for a sin offering, the other for a burnt offering. And the priest shall make an atonement for him before the Lord for his issue. And if any man's seed of copulation go out from him, then he shall wash all his flesh in water and be unclean until the even. And every garment and every skin whereon is the seed of copulation shall be washed with water and be unclean until the even. The woman also, with whom man shall lie with the seed of copulation, they shall both bathe themselves in water and be unclean until the even. And if a woman have an issue and her issue in her flesh be blood, he shall be put apart seven days. She shall be put apart seven days. And whosoever toucheth her shall be unclean until the even. And everything that she lieth upon in her separation shall be unclean. And everything that she sitteth upon shall be unclean. And whosoever toucheth her bed shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even. And whosoever toucheth anything that she sat upon shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even. And if it be upon her bed or on anything where she sitteth, when he toucheth, he shall be unclean until the even. And if any man lie with her at all and her flowers be upon him, he shall be unclean seven days and all the bed whereon he lieth shall be unclean. And if a woman have an issue of her blood many days out of time of her separation, or if it run beyond the time of her separation, all the days of the issue of her uncleanness shall be as the days as her separation. She shall be unclean. Every bed whereon she lieth all the days of her issue shall be unto her as the bed of separation. And whatsoever she sitteth upon shall be unclean as the uncleanness of her separation. And whosoever toucheth those things shall be unclean and shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even. But if she be cleansed of her issue, then she shall number to herself seven days, and after that she shall be clean. And on the eighth day she shall take unto her two turtles or two young pigeons and bring them unto the priest to the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And the priest shall offer one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. And the priest shall make an atonement for her before the Lord for the issue of her uncleanness. Thus shall ye separate the children of Israel from their uncleanness, that they did not die, that they die not in their uncleanness, when they defile my tabernacle that is among them. This is the law of him that hath an issue, and of him whose seed goeth through from him, and is defiled therewith and of her that is sick of her flowers, and of him that hath an issue, of the man, and of the woman, and of him that lieth with her that is unclean. Think about that for a second. Before my dog breaks the computers. Again, chapter 16. And the Lord spake unto Moses after the death of the two sons of Aaron, when they offered before the Lord and died. 
And the Lord said unto Moses, Speak unto Aaron thy brother, that he come not all times into the holy place within the veil before the mercy seat, which is upon the ark, that he die not. For I will appear in the cloud upon the mercy seat. Thus shall Aaron come into the holy place with a young bullock for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering. He shall put on the holy linen coat and he shall have the linen breeches upon his flesh and shall be girded with a linen girdle and with a linen mitri shall he be attired. These are holy garments. Therefore shall he wash his flesh in water and so put them on. And he shall take of the congregation of the children of Israel two kids of the goats for a sin offering and one ram for a burnt offering. And Aaron shall offer his bullock of the sin offering, which is for himself, and make an atonement for himself and for his house. And he shall take the two goats and present them before the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And Aaron shall cast lots upon the two goats, one lot for the Lord, the other lot for the scapegoat. And Aaron shall bring the goat upon which the Lord's lot fell, and offer him for a sin offering. But the goat, on which the lot fell to be the scapegoat, shall be presented alive before the Lord to make an atonement with him, and to let him go for a scapegoat into the wilderness. And Aaron shall bring the bullock of the sin offering, which is for himself, and shall make an atonement for himself and for his house, and shall kill the bullock of the sin offering, which is for himself. And he shall take a censer full of burning coals of fire, from off the altar before the Lord, and his hands full of sweet incense, beaten small, and bring it within the veil. And he shall put the incense upon the fire before the Lord, that the cloud of the incense may cover the mercy seat that is upon the testimony that he die not. And he shall take of the blood of the bullock and sprinkle it with his finger upon the mercy seat eastward. And before the mercy seat shall he sprinkle the blood with his finger seven times. Then shall he kill the goat of the sin offering, that is for the people and bring his blood within the veil and do with that blood as he did with the blood of the bullock and sprinkle it upon the mercy seat and before the mercy seat. And he shall make an atonement for the holy place because of the uncleanness of the children of Israel and because of their transgressions and all their sins. So shall he do for the tabernacle of the congregation that remaineth among them in the midst of their uncleanness. And there shall be no man in the tabernacle of the congregation when he goeth in to make an atonement in the holy place until he come out and have made an atonement for himself and for his household and for all the congregation of Israel. And he shall go out onto the altar that is before the Lord and make an atonement for it and shall take of the blood of the bullock and of the blood of the goat and put it upon the horns of the altar round about. And he shall sprinkle of the blood upon it with his finger seven times and cleanse it and hollow it from the uncleanness of the children of Israel. And we, he hath made an end of reconciling the holy place and the tabernacle of the congregation and the altar. He shall bring the live goat. And Aaron shall lay both his hands upon the head of the live goat and confess over him all the iniquities of the children of Israel and all their transgressions in all their sins, putting them upon the head of the goat and shall send him away by the hand of a fit man into the wilderness. And the goat shall bear upon him all their iniquities onto a land not inhabited. And he shall let go the goat in the wilderness. And Aaron shall come into the tabernacle of the congregation and shall put off the linen garments, which he put on when he went into the holy place and shall leave them there. And he shall wash his flesh with the water in the holy place and put on his garments and come forth and offer his burnt offering 
and the burnt offering of the people and make an atonement for himself and for the people. And the fat of the sin offering shall he burn upon the altar. And he that let go the goat for the scapegoat shall wash his clothes and bathe his flesh in water and afterward come into the camp. And the bullock for the sin offering and the goat for the sin offering, whose blood was brought in to make atonement in the holy place, shall one carry forth without the camp, and they shall burn in the fire their skins and their flesh and their dung. And he that burneth them shall wash his clothes and bathe his flesh in water, and afterward he shall come into the camp. And this shall be a statute forever unto you, that in the seventh month, on the tenth day of the month, you shall afflict your souls and do no work at all, whether it be one of your own country or a stranger that sojourneth among you. For on that day shall the priest make an atonement for you to cleanse you, that you may be clean from all your sins before the Lord. It shall be a Sabbath of rest unto you, and ye shall afflict your souls by a statute forever. And the priest whom he shall anoint and whom he shall consecrate to minister in the priest's office in his father's stead shall make the atonement and shall put on the linen clothes, even the holy garments. And he shall make an atonement for the holy sanctuary. And he shall make an atonement for the tabernacle of the congregation and for the altar. And he shall make an atonement for the priests and for all the people of the congregation. And this shall be an everlasting statute unto you to make an atonement for the children of Israel for all their sins once a year. And he did as the Lord commanded Moses. We'll do one more. I know we're running a little over, but I talked a lot this morning. Chapter 17. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron, and unto his sons, and unto all the children of Israel, and say unto them, This is the thing which the Lord hath commanded, saying, What man soever there be of the house of Israel, that killeth an ox or lamb or goat in the camp, or that killeth it out of the camp, or bringeth it not unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, to offer an offering unto the Lord before the tabernacle of the Lord. Blood shall be imputed unto that man, he hath shed blood, and that man shall be cut off from among his people. To the end that the children of Israel may bring their sacrifices, which they offer in the open fields, even that they may bring them unto the Lord, unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, unto the priest, and offer them for peace offerings unto the Lord. And the priest shall sprinkle the blood upon the altar of the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and burn the fat for a sweet savor unto the Lord. And they shall no more offer their sacrifices unto devils, after whom they have gone a-whoring. This shall be a statute forever unto them throughout their generations. And thou shalt say unto them, Whatsoever man there be of the house of Israel, or of the strangers which sojourn among you, that offereth a burnt offering or sacrifice, and bringeth not unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation to offer it unto the Lord, even that man shall be cut off from among his people. And whatsoever man there be of the house of Israel, or of the strangers that sojourn among you, that eateth any manner of blood, I will even set my face against that soul that eateth blood, and will cut him off from among his people. For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. Therefore, I said unto the children of Israel, No soul of you shall eat blood, neither shall any stranger that sojourneth among you eat blood. 
And whatsoever man there be of the children of Israel or of the strangers that sojourn among you, which hunteth and catcheth any beast or fowl that may be eaten, he shall even pour out the blood thereof and cover it with dust. For it is the life of all flesh. The blood of it is for the life thereof. Therefore, I said unto the children of Israel, ye shall eat the blood of no manner of flesh. For the life of all flesh is the blood thereof. Whosoever eateth it shall be cut off. And every soul that eateth that which died of itself, or that which was torn with beasts, whether it be one of your own country or a stranger, he shall both wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even. Then shall he be clean. But if he wash them not nor bathe his flesh, then he shall bear his iniquity. And that will finish us up for today. Don't forget next Monday, we're pushing this out to an hour. So I'm going to start at eight instead of at 830. Hopefully the dogs will have to wait for their morning walk until after the show. And that's fine. They might bark a bit, but they'll get used to it. So eight o'clock Monday, starting for the good book for an hour. Since I do like to run my mouth for a bit, that way we can read more than three or four chapters a day. I have this pressing urge need to get through this, to do more of this. Hello, bear. So Liana's already on. Her show started a minute ago. So uh, pop on over there, the Liana Wilbert show on pill.net and on Rumble. She'll be going all day. I don't know if it's movies or documentaries or news or a combination, um, but it's always a good time. So go check out Liana's show. And then Mick and I will be back tonight at 545 for the start of the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the actual show to start on the Patriot Party podcast. Tonight's a long show because it's Friday. So Wish me luck. I have to go make about 50 antennas at least for the farmer's market tomorrow. There will not be a Freedom Gardens podcast tomorrow. Um, actually, you know what? I might pull an old one and replay it like um, like building the garden, doing the Fibonacci sequence, something like that. I might pull one of those. Um, but there will not be a live Freedom Gardens tomorrow because I'll be doing a farmer's market. So wish me luck on that. So uh, y'all have a wonderful, blessed day. And I pray that God watches over each and every one of you every day. Thanks for listening. See you on the flip side. We all know it's coming and it's not going to be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you going to do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years. And off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same, as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada. But it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds, is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So go.
Go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT, and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. Good morning, everyone. How y'all doing today? Turn this down a little bit. I brought in a different speaker this morning. Because hmm, I can't find my little one. So how's everyone doing bright and early this Monday morning? It is Monday. Hmm. So, and we're starting early now because I felt the need to read for more than 15 minutes a day. So, I am in a little bit of pain this morning because I, the dogs decided to try and kill each other in the kitchen over dinner on Saturday. And, uh, they were right next to me, and I, of course, jumped in the middle. Since it was 80 degrees, I was wearing shorts, and I caught a flying tooth across my thigh. So now I got a, a good gash and big bruise on my leg. You know, the injury clock's been reset, but the dogs didn't kill each other, and I'll live too. Mmm, Pan's going to be canning massive carrots today. Good job. I am going to be having an admin day. Although I'm debating to push it to Wednesday because it's going to be like 90 degrees today. Kind of want to be outside, but got to do what you got to do. We've all split it. Anyway, <sighs> I hope everyone's doing well this wonderful morning. Let's start with a prayer. Dear God, Give me the strength and energy to get everything done today that I need to get done. And help me find that thing that I'm looking for that's very important. Please, please, please. I thank you for my husband, my amazing husband, and my children, and my animals, even my dogs, who are outside the door right now. We'll see if they make it all the way through the hour. Probably not. I expect the door to come flying through like open like gangbusters here in a bit. It's okay though. Thank you, God, for showing me continually the path that I'm supposed to take. For sending me your messenger And I pray that you help your angel find his match so that we can get this over with already. I'd like to talk to him. Dear God, thank you for life. Every single day, thank you for life. So... Before we get started, 
I do want to ask y'all a question. Something very weird. Of course, you know, everything that we see now is like nothing we've ever seen before. This is yet nothing I've ever seen before. You know, the moon is full right now. Like it's been full for three days. Doesn't seem to be going down. Um, um, no, Slopsky, I, I really, I, maybe I, I shared a little bit more the message. Um, Yeah, we are waiting. We are waiting for someone. So, yeah. So last night when uh, I took the kids to see the movie, it was supposed to be the kids and like the girlfriend and the 11 year old was going to babysit, essentially chaperone, right? The teenagers, which is completely appropriate because an almost 12 year old boy um, it will tell absolutely everything that his brother does, right? Plus, I mean, they weren't going to be making out in the movie theaters, movie they really wanted to see anyway. But her parents, you know, she's a girl. She's, an she's I believe, an only child. So um, her parents are rather strict, and I understand that because I was also a girl and only child, and maybe my parents should have been a little stricter. Anyhow, so they wanted me to go too. They wanted a parent there too. And that's fine. So I went to the movies. And uh, we're on the way home. And the moon was up. It was 8 o'clock last night. Huge, full. I mean, like right up above my pond. Gorgeous. You could see it the whole way home. Now, 8 o'clock this morning, the moon is still up. Y'all know that. The moon is still up. The moon has been up. It's moved. Not very much. I mean, it moved from over my house to over the house across the street in 12 hours seriously and it's it's still up and full i don't understand i don't understand how the moon moved so little in so long a period of time like normally i see the moon above our house for like maybe four or five hours maybe maybe and I'm not even usually up then because, like, I see it when I, you know, I go to bed. And then it's gone in the morning. No, it's still up there. It's still there. Crazy. Crazy. Anyway, I sent Lindsay a picture. So. All right, I guess I should tell you what. And most of you that are that watch this or hear this, you, if you don't normally watch True Spiracy or the Patriot Party podcast, you probably won't understand this. Um, but Uriel had a, a vessel. Archangels have, as Gabriel said, he. It took him 20 years to find his vessel, 10 years to convince him he was real, and 30 seconds to get acceptance. They can only ask once. And if you say no, then that's it. You have free will. Uriel had a vessel, and he accepted. And then he opted out. That's why I always say that he opted out. He opted out. 
And now Uriel is seeking his vessel. Again, a new one. And there's a marker in the blood, so it can't just be anyone. So until that happens, understand Uriel can, while not control time, he can manipulate it more than others. Makes me wonder if that's what this is. Like, you know, feel like it's been like the calm before the storm. I mean, I know the war is raging on and, you know, drama everywhere. and But still. And yeah, exactly. The last Monday in October and nothing. All the previous financial collapses happens on Monday in October. None this October. I was fully expecting it yesterday, today, honestly. To be quite honest. Mm-mm. So I think we're we're on hold. Even the war in Israel right now is kind of on hold. Honestly, that land invasion was supposed to start two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Joe gave the, the terrorists a chance to leave, basically. They're gone. They're back in Qatar, Iran. They're not in Gaza. But the message that I received is that when it comes to when the time comes that there is fighting in every nation across this land. And it was said just like that. When there is fighting in every nation across this land, and not the elites shooting rockets at each other, not the drama you see on the news, but citizens, neighbors fighting in the streets, like what we're seeing in college campuses. When that is happening in every single nation across this land, that is the point of no return. That is, that's, that's when we've gone too far and almost everyone will die. And then fire will rain down and People will survive, a few. Humanity won't. Our civilization as we know it will be a distant memory, an urban legend. So, please stop fighting. Please stop fighting. Just mind your own band business. Mind your business. Take care of yourselves and your families and your neighbors. Stop fighting. I tell you, this whole day is eerie. And if you hear that rustling sound, I'm not sure if you guys do. My dogs are right outside the door. Trying to be quiet and not really doing it. But today is eerie. Like I said, the moon is still up and full. And there's a fog over everything right now. It's pretty heavy. It's, I mean, it's pretty thick. I can't, I can't see my pond through the window. Normally I can. It's just like the whole world is gray. Probably where I wore gray today. It's very weird. Very odd day. I don't know. 
I understand Pan. She said, it's scary to me. She said, I've had a sense of peace this last week and still at peace now. Me too. She said, it's scary to me because I've been feeling uneasy for about two months before, as have we all. Brian says, I feel at peace in my own protective firmament. I envision over my land and people for protection. Envision a bright white dome of love. So, yeah, it is almost too calm. What is to come our way today? I don't know. But you know what I do know? I know that every day that I sit down and I read the Bible with you guys, I feel better. I feel safer. I feel much more at peace. Nothing bothers me. So let's get into that because hey, look at that. We have like 40 minutes. That's awesome. <coughs> so we are at the third book of Moses called Leviticus. Hmm. Chapter 18. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, I am the Lord your God. After the doings of the land of Egypt, wherein ye dwelt, shall ye not do. And after the doings of the land of Canaan, whither I bring you, shall ye not do. Neither shall ye walk in their ordinances. Ye shall do my judgments and keep mine ordinances to walk therein. I am the Lord your God. Ye shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgments, which if a man do, he shall live in them. I am the Lord. None of you shall approach to any that is near of kin to him to uncover their nakedness. I am the Lord. The nakedness of thy father or the nakedness of thy mother shall thou not uncover. She is thy mother. Thou shalt not uncover her nakedness. The nakedness of thy father's wife shalt thou not uncover. It is thy father's nakedness. The nakedness of thy sister, the daughter of thy father, or the daughter of thy mother, whether she be born at home or born abroad, even their nakedness thou shalt not uncover. The nakedness of thy son's daughter, or of thy daughter's daughter, even their nakedness thou shalt not uncover. For theirs is thine own nakedness. The nakedness of thy father's wife's daughter, begotten of thy father, she is thy sister. Thou shalt not uncover her nakedness. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy father's sister. She is thy father's near kinswoman. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy mother's sister. For she is thy mother's near kinswoman. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy father's brother. Thou shalt not approach to his wife. She is thine aunt. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy daughter-in-law. She is thy son's wife. Thou shalt not uncover her nakedness. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy brother's wife. It is thy brother's nakedness. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of a woman and a daughter. Neither shalt thou take her son's daughter or her daughter's daughter to uncover her nakedness, for that they are her near kinswoman. It is wickedness. Neither shall thou take a wife to her sister to vex her, to uncover her nakedness beside the other in her lifetime. And thou shalt not approach unto a woman to uncover her nakedness as long as she is put apart for her uncleanness. 
Moreover, thou shalt not lie carnally with thy neighbor's wife to defile thyself with her. And thou shalt not let any of thy seed pass through the fire to Molech. Neither shalt thou profane the name of thy God. I am the Lord. Thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. It is abomination. Neither shall thou lie with any beast to defile thyself therewith. Neither shall any woman stand before a beast to lie down thereto. It is confusion. Defile not ye yourselves in any of these things. For in all these the nations are defiled, which I cast out before you. And the land is defiled. Therefore, I do visit the iniquity thereof upon it. And the land itself vomiteth out her inhabitants. Yet shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgments and shall not commit any of these abominations, neither any of your own nation, nor any stranger that sojourneth among you. For all these abominations have the men of the land done, which were before you, and the land is defiled, that the land spew not you out also when ye defile it, as it spewed out the nations that were before you. For whosoever shall commit any of these abominations, even the souls that commit them shall be cut off from among their people. Therefore shall ye keep mine ordinance, that ye commit not any one of these abominable customs which were committed before you, and that ye defile not yourselves therein. I am the Lord your God. Chapter 19. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, and say unto them, Ye shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Damn it, Annie. Out. You shall fear every man his mother and his father and keep my Sabbaths. I am the Lord your God. Turn ye not into idols, nor make to yourselves molten gods. I am the Lord your God. And if ye offer a sacrifice of peace offerings unto the Lord, ye shall offer it at your own will. It shall be eaten the same day ye offer it and on the morrow. And if aught remain until the third day, it shall be burnt in the fire. And if it be eaten at all on the third day, it is abominable. It shall not be accepted. Therefore, everyone that eateth it shall bear his iniquity, because he hath profaned the hallowed thing of the Lord. And that soul shall be cut off from among his people. And when ye reap the harvest of your land, thou shalt not wholly reap the corners of thy field. Neither shalt thou gather the gleanings of thy harvest. And they, thou shalt not glean thy vineyard, neither shalt thou Gather every grape of thy vineyard. Thou shalt leave them for the poor and stranger. I am the Lord your God. Ye shall not steal, neither deal falsely, neither lie to one another. And ye shall not swear by my name falsely. Neither shall thou profane the name of thy God. I am the Lord. 
Thou shalt not defraud thy neighbor, neither rob him. The wages of him that is hired shall not abide with thee all night until the morning. Thou shalt not curse the deaf, nor put a stumbling block before the blind, but shalt fear thy God. I am the Lord. Ye shall do no unrighteousness in judgment. Thou shalt not respect the person of the poor, not nor honor the person of the mighty, but in righteousness shalt thou judge thy neighbor. Thou shalt not go up and down as a talebearer among thy people, neither shalt thou stand against the blood of thy neighbor. I am the Lord. Thou shalt not hate thy brother in thine heart. Thou shalt in any wise rebuke thy neighbor and not suffer sin upon him. Thou shalt not avenge nor bear any grudge against the children of thy people, but thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. I am the Lord. Ye shall keep my statutes. Thou shalt not let thy cat cattle gender with a diverse kind. Thou shalt not sow thy field with mingled seed. Neither shall a garment mingled of linen and woolen come upon thee. And whosoever lieth carnally with a woman, that is a bondmaid betrothed to a husband and not at all redeemed nor freedom given her. She shall be scourged. They shall not be put to death because she was not free. And he shall bring his trespass offering onto the Lord, onto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, even a ram for a trespass offering. And the priest shall make an atonement for him with the ram of the trespass offering before the Lord for his sin, which he hath done, and the sin which he hath done shall be forgiven him. And when shall ye come into the land, and shall have planted all manner of trees for food? Then ye shall count the fruit thereof as uncircumcised. Three years shall it be as uncircumcised unto you. It shall not be eaten of. But in the fourth year all the fruits thereof shall be holy to praise the Lord withal. And in the fifth year... Shall ye eat the fruit thereof, that it may yield unto you the increase thereof? I am the Lord your God. Ye shall not eat anything with the blood, neither shall ye use enchantment, nor observe times. Ye shall not round the corners of your heads, neither shall thou mar the corners of thy beard. Ye shall not make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead, nor print any marks upon you. I am the Lord. Do not prostitute thy daughter to cause her to be a whore, lest the land fall to whoredom and the land become full of wickedness. You shall keep my Sabbaths and reverence my sanctuary. I am the Lord. Regard not them that have familiar spirits, neither seek after wizards to be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. Thou shalt rise up before the hoary head and honor the face of the old man, and fear thy God. I am the Lord. And if a stranger sojourn with thee in your land, ye shall not vex him. But the stranger that dwelleth with you shall be unto one, shall be unto you as one born among you. And thou shalt love him as thyself. For you are strangers in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Ye shall do no unrighteousness in judgment in met yard, in weight, or in measure, just balances, just weights, just an epoch, just a hin shall ye have. 
I am the Lord your God, which brought you out of the land of Egypt. Therefore, shall ye observe all my statutes and all my judgments and do them. I am the Lord. Chapter 20. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Again, thou shalt say to the children of Israel, Whosoever he be of the children of Israel, or of the strangers that sojourn in Israel, that giveth any of his seed unto Moloch, he shall surely be put to death. The people of the land shall stone him with stones. And I will set my face against that man, and will cut him off from among his people, because he hath given of his seed unto Moloch, to defile my sanctuary, and to profane my holy name. And if the people of the land do any ways hide their eyes from the man when he giveth of his seed unto Molech, and kill him not, then I will set my face against that man and against his family, and will cut him off. And all that go a-whoring after him to commit whoredom with Molech from among their people. And the soul that turneth after such as have familiar spirits and after wizards to go a-whoring after them, I will even set my face against that soul and will cut him off from among his people. Sanctify yourselves, therefore, and be ye holy, for I am the, the Lord your God, and ye shall keep my statutes and do them. I am the Lord which sanctify you, for every one that curseth his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. He hath cursed his father or his mother. His blood shall be upon him. And the man that committeth adultery with another man's wife, even he that committeth adultery with his neighbor's wife, the adulterer and the adulteress shall surely be put to death. And the man that lieth with his father's wife hath uncovered his father's nakedness. Both of them shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. And if a man lie with his daughter-in-law, both of them shall surely be put to death. They have wrought confusion. Their blood shall be upon them. If a man also lie with mankind, as he lieth with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. And if a man take a wife and her mother, it is wickedness. They shall be burnt with fire, both he and they, that there be no wickedness among you. And if a man lie with a beast, he shall surely be put to death, and ye shall, ye shall slay the beast. And if a woman approacheth unto any beast, and lie down thereto, thou shalt kill the woman and the beast. They shall surely be put to death, their blood shall be upon them. And if a man shall take his sister, his father's daughter, or his mother's daughter, and see her nakedness, and she see his nakedness, it is a wicked thing, and they shall be cut off in the sight of their people. He hath uncovered his sister's nakedness, he shall bear his iniquity. And if a, if a man shall lie with a woman having her sickness, and shall uncover her nakedness, he hath discovered her fountain, and she hath uncovered the fountain of her blood, and both of them shall be cut off from among their people. And thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy mother's sister, nor of thy father's sister, for he uncovereth his near kin, they shall bear their iniquity. And if a man shall lie with his uncle's wife, he hath uncovered his uncle's nakedness. They shall bear their sin. They shall die childless. And if a man shall take his brother's wife, it is an unclean thing. He hath uncovered his brother's nakedness. 
they shall be childless. Ye shall therefore keep all my statutes and all my judgments and do them that the land whither I bring you to dwell therein spew you not out and ye shall not walk in the manners of the nations which I cast out before you for they committed all these things and therefore I abhorred them. But I have said unto you, ye shall inherit their land, and I will give it unto you to possess it, a land that floweth with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God, which have separated you from other people. Ye shall therefore put difference between clean beasts and unclean, and between unclean fowls and clean. And ye shall not make of your souls abominable by beast, or by fowl, or by any manner of living thing that creepeth on the ground, which I have separated from you as unclean. And ye shall be holy unto me, for I, the Lord, am holy, and have severed you from other people, that ye should be mine. A man also, or a woman, that hath a familiar spirit, or that is a wizard, shall surely be put to death. They shall stone them with stones. Their blood shall be upon them. Chapter 21. And the Lord said unto Moses, Speak unto the priests, the sons of Aaron, and say unto them, There shall none be defiled for the dead among his people, but for his kin that is near unto him, that is, for his mother, and for his father, and for his son, and for his daughter, and for his brother, and for his sister a virgin that is nigh unto him which hath had no husband, for her may he be defiled. But he shall not defile himself, being a chief man among his people, to profane himself. They shall not make baldness upon their head, neither shall they shave off the corner of their beard, nor make any cuttings in their flesh. They shall be holy unto their God, and not profane the name of their God. For the offerings of the Lord made by fire and the bread of their God they do offer. Therefore, they shall be holy. They shall not take a wife that is a whore or profane, neither shall they take a woman put away from her husband, for he is unholy unto his God. Thou shalt sanctify him therefore, for he offereth the bread of thy God. He shall be holy unto thee, for I, the Lord, which sanctify you, am holy." And the daughter of any priest, if she profane herself by playing the whore, she profaneth her father. She shall be burnt with fire. And he that is the high priest among his brethren, upon whose head the anointing oil was poured, that is consecrated to put on the garments, shall not uncover his head, nor rend his clothes. Neither shall he go into any dead body, nor defile himself for his father or for his mother. Neither shall he go out of the sanctuary, nor profane the sanctuary of his God, for the crown of the anointing oil of his God is upon him. I am the Lord. And he shall take a wife in her virginity, a widow or a divorced woman or profane or an harlot. These he shall not take, but he shall take a virgin of his own people to wife neither shall he profane his seed among his people. 
for I, the Lord, do sanctify him. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron, saying, Whosoever he be of thy seed in their generation that hath any blemish, let him not approach to offer the bread of his God. For whatsoever man he be that hath a blemish, he shall not approach. A blind man or a lame or he that hath a flat nose or anything superfluous or a man that is broken footed or broken handed or crook backed or a dwarf or that hath a blemish in his eye or be scurvy or scabbed or hath his stones broken. No man that hath a blemish of the seed of Aaron, the priest, shall come nigh to offer the offerings of the Lord made by fire. He hath a blemish. He shall not come nigh to offer the bread of his God. He shall eat the bread of his God, both of the most holy and of the holy. Only shall he not go in onto the veil, nor come nigh onto the altar, because he hath a blemish that he profane not my sanctuaries, for I, the Lord, do sanctify them. And Moses told it unto Aaron and to his sons and unto all the children of Israel. Chapter 22. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron and to his sons that they separate themselves from the holy things of the children of Israel, and that they profane not my holy name in these things which they hollow unto me. I am the Lord. Say unto them, Whosoever he be of all your seed among your generations that goeth unto the holy things, which the children of Israel hollow unto the Lord, having his uncleanness upon him, that soul shall be cut off from my presence. I am the Lord. What man soever of the seed of Aaron is a leper or hath a running issue, he shall not eat of the holy things until he be clean. And whoso toucheth anything that is unclean by the dead, or a man whose seed goeth from him, or whosoever toucheth any creeping thing, whereby he may be made unclean, or a man of whom he may take uncleanness, whatsoever uncleanness he hath, the soul which hath touched any such shall be unclean until even, and shall not eat of the holy things, unless he wash his flesh with water. And when the sun is down, he shall be clean, and shall afterward eat of the holy things, because it is his food. That which dieth of itself, or is torn with beasts, he shall not eat to defile himself where, therewith. I am the Lord. They shall therefore keep mine ordinance, lest they bear sin for it and die thereof, if they profane it. I, the Lord, do sanctify them. There shall no stranger eat of the holy thing. A sojourner of the priest or an hired servant shall not eat of the holy thing. But if the priest buy any soul with his money, he shall eat of it. And he that is born in his house, they shall eat of his meat. If the priest's daughter also be married unto a stranger, she may not eat of an offering of the holy things. But if the priest's daughter be a widow or divorced or have no child and is returned unto her father's house, as in her youth, she shall eat of her father's meat, but there shall no stranger eat thereof. And if a man eat of the holy thing unwittingly, then he shall put the fifth part thereof onto it and shall give it unto the priest with the holy thing. 
and they shall not profane the holy things of the children of Israel, which they offer unto the Lord, or suffer them to bear the iniquity of trespass when they eat their holy things. For I, the Lord, do sanctify them. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron and to his sons and unto all the children of Israel, and say unto them, Whatsoever he be of the house of Israel, or of the strangers in Israel, that will offer his oblation for all his vows and for all his freewill offerings, which they will offer unto the Lord for a burnt offering. Ye shall offer at your own will a male without blemish of the beeves, of the sheep, or of the goats. But whatsoever hath a blemish, that ye shall not offer, for it shall not be acceptable for you. And whosoever offereth a sacrifice of peace offerings unto the Lord to accomplish his vow, or a free will offering in beeves or sheep, it shall be perfect to be accepted. There shall be no blemish therein, blind or broken or maimed, or having a wen or scurvy or scabbed, ye shall not offer these things unto the Lord, nor make an offering by fire of them upon the altar unto the Lord. Either a bullock or a lamb that hath anything superfluous or lacking in his parts, that mayest thou offer a freewill offering, but for a vow it shall not be accepted. Ye shall not offer unto the Lord that which is bruised or crushed or broken or cut, neither shall ye make any offering thereof in your land. Neither from a stranger's hand shall ye offer the bread of your God in any of these, because their corruption is in them and blemishes be in them. They shall not be accepted for you. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, When a bullock or a sheep or a goat is brought forth, then it shall be seven days under the dam, and from the eighth day, and thenceforth, it shall be accepted for an offering made by fire unto the Lord. And whether it be a cow or a ewe, ye shall not kill it and her young both in one day. And when ye will offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving unto the Lord, offer it at your own will, on the same day it shall be eaten up. Ye shall leave none of it until the morrow. I am the Lord. Therefore shall ye keep my commandments and do them. I am the Lord. Neither shall ye profane my holy name, but I will be hallowed among the children of Israel. I am the Lord which hallow you, that brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your God. I am the Lord. Chapter 23. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, Concerning the feasts of the Lord, which ye shall proclaim to be holy convocations, even these are my feasts. Six days shall work be done, but on the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest, and holy convocation. Ye shall do no work therein. It is the Sabbath of the Lord in all your dwellings. These are the feasts of the Lord, even holy convocations, which ye shall proclaim in their seasons. In the fourteenth day of the first month at even is the Lord's Passover. And on the fifteenth day of the same month is the feast of unleavened bread unto the Lord. Seven days ye must eat unleavened bread. In the first day ye shall have an holy convocation. Ye shall do no servile work therein, but ye shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord seven days. In the seventh day is an holy convocation. Ye shall do no servile work therein. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When ye be come into the land which I give unto you, and shall reap the harvest thereof, 
Then ye shall bring and sheets of the first fruits of your harvest unto the priest. And he shall wave the sheaf before the Lord to be accepted for you. On the morrow after the Sabbath, the priest shall wave it. And ye shall offer that day when ye wave the sheaf, and he lamb without blemish of the first year for a burnt offering unto the Lord. And the meat offering thereof shall be two ten deals of fine flour mingled with oil, an offering made by fire unto the Lord for a sweet savor. And the drink offering thereof shall be of wine, the fourth part of an hin. And ye shall eat neither bread nor parched corn nor green ears until the selfsame day that ye have brought an offering unto your God. It shall be a statute forever throughout your generations in all your dwellings. And ye shall count unto you from the morrow after the Sabbath. From the day that ye brought the sheaf of the wave offering, seven Sabbaths shall be complete. Even unto the morrow, after the seventh Sabbath, shall ye number fifty days, and ye shall offer a new meat offering unto the Lord. Ye shall bring out of your habitations two wave loaves of two-tenth deals. They shall be of fine flour. They shall be barked with leaven. They are the first fruits unto the Lord. And ye shall offer with the bread seven lambs without blemish of the first year, and one young bullock, and two rams. They shall be for a burnt offering unto the Lord with their meat offering and their drink offerings, even an offering made by fire of sweet savor unto the Lord. Then ye shall sacrifice one kid of the goats for a sin offering and two lambs of the first year for a sacrifice of peace offerings. And the priest shall wave with them with the bread of the first fruits for a wave offering before the Lord with the two lambs. They shall be holy to the Lord for the priest. And you shall proclaim on the selfsame day that it may be an holy convocation unto you. You shall do no servile work therein. It shall be a statute forever in all your dwellings throughout your generations. And when ye reap the harvest of your land, thou shalt not make clean riddance of the corners of thy field when thou reapest. Neither shall thou gather any gleaning of thy harvest. Thou shalt leave them unto the poor and to the stranger. I am the Lord your God. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, In the seventh month, in the first day of the month, shall ye have a Sabbath, a memorial of blowing of trumpets, on holy convocation. Ye shall do no servile work therein, but ye shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Also, on the tenth day of this seventh month, there shall be an day of an atonement. It shall be an holy convocation unto you, and ye shall afflict your souls and offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. And ye shall do no work in that same day, for it is a day of atonement to make an atonement for you before the Lord your God. For whatsoever soul it be that shall not to be afflicted in that same day, he shall be cut off from among his people. And whatsoever soul it be that doeth any work in that same day, the same soul will I destroy from among his people. He shall do no manner of work. It shall be in statute forever throughout your generations and all your dwellings. It shall be unto you a Sabbath of rest, and ye shall afflict your souls. In the ninth day of the month at even, from even unto even, shall ye celebrate your Sabbath. 
And when the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, The fifteenth day of this month, of the seventh month, shall be the Feast of Tabernacles for seven days unto the Lord. Only the first day shall be in holy convocation. You shall do no servile work therein. Seven days ye shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. On the eighth day shall be in holy convocation unto you, and ye shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. It is a solemn assembly, and ye shall do no servile work therein. These are the feasts of the Lord, which ye shall proclaim to be holy convocations, to an offering made by fire unto the Lord, a burnt offering and a meat offering, a sacrifice and drink offerings, everything upon his day. Beside the Sabbaths of the Lord and beside your gifts and beside all your vows and beside all your freewill offerings, which he giveth unto the Lord. Also in the 15th day of the seventh month, when ye have gathered in the fruits of the land, ye shall keep a feast unto the Lord seven days. On the first day shall be a Sabbath and on the eighth day shall be a Sabbath. And ye shall take ye on the first day the boughs of goodly trees, branches of palm trees and the boughs of thick trees and willows of the brook. And ye shall rejoice before the Lord your God seven days, and ye shall keep it a feast unto the Lord seven days in the year, and it shall be a statute forever in your generations. Ye shall celebrate it in the seventh month. Ye shall dwell in the booth seven days. All that are Israelites born shall dwell in booths, that your generations may know that I made the children of Israel to dwell in booths when I brought them out of the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. And Moses declared unto the children of Israel the feasts of the Lord. Chapter 24. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Command the children of Israel that they bring unto thee pure olive oil beaten for the light to cause the lamps to burn continually. Without the veil of the testimony in the tabernacle of the congregation shall Aaron order it from the evening unto the morning before the Lord continually. It shall be a statute forever in your generations. He shall order the lamps upon the pure candlestick before the Lord continually. And thou shalt take fine flour and bake twelve cakes thereof. Two tenth cake deals shall be in one cake. And thou shalt set them in two rows, six on a row, upon the pure table before the Lord. And thou shalt put pure frankincense upon each row, that it may be on the bread for a memorial, even an offering made by fire unto the Lord. Every Sabbath he shall set it on order before the Lord continually, being taken from the children of Israel by an everlasting covenant. And it shall be Aaron's and his sons, and they shall eat it in the holy place, for it is most holy unto him of the offerings of the Lord made by fire by a perpetual statute. And the son of an Israelitish woman, whose father was an Egyptian, went out among the children of Israel. And this son of the Israelitish woman and a man of Israel strove together in the camp. And the Israelitish woman's son blasphemed the name of the Lord and cursed. And they brought him unto Moses. And his mother's name was Shalomith, the daughter of Dibri, of the tribe of Dan. And they put him in a ward, that the mind of the Lord might be shown them. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Bring forth him that hath cursed without the camp. 
and let all that heard him lay their hands upon his head and let all the congregation stone him. And thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel, saying, Whosoever curseth his God shall bear his sin. And he that blasphemeth the name of the Lord's, he shall surely be put to death. And all the congregation shall certainly stone him, as well the stranger, as he that is born in the land, when he blasphemeth the name of the Lord, shall be put to death. And he that killeth any man shall surely be put to death. And he that killeth a beast shall make it good, beast for beast. And if a man cause a blemish in his neighbor, as he hath done, so shall it be done to him, breach for breach, eye for eye, tooth for tooth. As he hath caused a blemish in a man, so shall it be done to him again. And he that killeth a beast, he shall restore it. And he that killeth a man, he shall be put to death. Ye shall have one manner of law, as well for the stranger as for one of your own country, for I am the Lord your God. And Moses spake to the children of Israel that they should bring forth him that had cursed out of the camp and stone him with stones. And the children of Israel did as the Lord commanded Moses. I think that wraps us up for this morning. Hmm. Life of Brian said, I missed the stream, the different types of offerings. I still don't understand what a burnt offering really is. Um, I've actually been putting out the shows on the, the audio podcast, the second one, which was Genesis one through, or I'm, I don't know when I put it out. I think it was 21 through 28, something like that. Went out this morning at 5 a.m. Um, the next one will be uh, out probably Wednesday, I think, going forward. So if you guys missed any of them, I'm compiling the the shows, you know, taking out the, the intro, the outro, and kind of mashing them up together um, for, you know, two to three hours, something like that, so that you can go back and and listen. So, but, uh, that's, there's a lot there. Of course we read a lot more, so there's a lot there, but the first part, we were also disturbed by the, the incest and the depravity that seemed prevalent, even in the first heroes of the Bible. They didn't know it was wrong. Now they do. Now the Lord said, no more of that. No, no more. No more sleeping around. Blood is important. And Brian, as Brian put it, that's a good way to get rid of the evil. Yeah, death does seem to be the penalty of choice. So, how do you learn a lesson when you're dead? What about reparations and forgiveness? That's an excellent question. How do you learn a lesson when you're dead? Are you dead? Your body is dead. What about your soul? 
there is no end. You have to keep moving forward. Even when your body dies, your soul goes back to God. You can still learn lessons. So. Liana is coming up next at 9.05, both uh, on Rumble and on Pilled.net. So the Liana Wilbert Show, go check her out. A solid six hours of music, news, documentaries, movies, whatever's going on, whatever we're feeling. So go check that out. Mick and I will be back tonight for the Patriot Party Podcast, starting at 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the start of the regular show. And um, that's it. So, oh, and then of course Vince is, uh, has his morning coffee show at 1130 this morning as well on the Red Pill Project. So yeah, go check us out and everybody have a wonderful day. Seems like maybe the fog is lifting. I'm going to go see if the moon's still out. That is some craziness. See y'all on the flip side. Thanks for listening. Good morning, friends. How's everyone doing today? It's Tuesday. It's Halloween. So, lots of trick-or-treating tonight. We got the uh, kid's girlfriend coming over. She and I are going to bake pumpkin pies. And they're going to hand out candy because they're a little too old to go trick-or-treating now. So, you know. And since we've moved, honestly, trick-or-treating isn't the same because we grew up, well, where the kids grew up in the the first neighborhood we lived in out here from the time they were born, like it it was like the place to go for trick-or-treating. Um, they'd block off a whole street and all the people that lived on the street would have um, like tables set up with hot dogs and hamburgers and Chex Mix and they'd have bobbing for apples and all kinds of fun stuff and like just a mass of kids. Um, I mean, it was, it's such a blast. After that, trick-or-treating is kind of like anywhere else is meh. So anyway, so, um, but before we get started today, I want to share a message from our friend, brother, Matt. And interesting, I uh, I asked Gabriel about Matt, and he said, "Who?" And I tried. I played him the video, or one of his videos, and he said, "You know, all you're showing me is a a dark screen with no sound coming out, right?" And it was playing, but he couldn't see it. I don't know what that means. Just thought it was very interesting. So, this was uh. Matt's message from yesterday. If you guys aren't subscribed to his tra- his channel, it's uh, Strength for Today on YouTube and on Rumble. Um, and he was given a series of messages over Pentecost that he's been sharing. And a lot of them line up with the messages that we've been getting almost exactly. And he and I have been in communication. So I asked, uh, 
Like I said, I asked Gabriel about him. But this was about a dream that he had, not necessarily one of the messages. So check this out real quick. Well, hey, uh, brothers and sisters, it's Brother Matt. I uh, wanted to share that I, I, I'm sure some of you have already seen. I posted the, the final day of the Easter to Pentecost messages today. It's day 50, the May 28th message, which is already up on the channel. Uh, but I wanted to share with you guys about a dream that I had last night. Um, and in many ways, I think, you know, I mean, I know that it was certainly message to me uh, directly, but it's a message that I think has application for for many of us, and that's why I wanted to share it with all of you. But um, essentially, I, I dreamed that I was in a, um, like a watchtower, uh, like a tall platform, and I was on top of this platform, and I was sleeping. It was nighttime, and the platform area was not really large. It was quite small, um, but up there on the platform with me, I had all these boxes and the boxes were filled with my, my own personal possessions, you know, things that I love, you know, things that I've collected through my life and, and things that I cared about. And they were all up there with me on this little small platform, this watchtower. And, um, I decided that I needed to get off of the tower to climb down from the watchtower. And so I was trying to climb down and carry these boxes of possessions with me. And as I started to climb down and I had these boxes under my arm, um, I quickly slipped and dropped them. And they fell, you know, this long distance to the ground and hit the ground and, you know, kind of shattered and spread all over the ground. But then the second thing that happened is that I lost my balance on the watchtower and the tower itself began to fall and to collapse. And I fell um, all the way to the ground and was injured and, um, and the tower fell. And so in the dream, you know, I, like I got up and I went to try to find um, my wife and I was, I was hurt and I was injured. And, and sometime later I came back to where the tower had been to collect all of my belongings, but they were all gone. And there was some sort of a, a community nearby where there were all of these people, and I would say kind of um, maybe dangerous people, people who I felt like posed a threat to me. And I went in among them and said, um, you know, I, I all my belongings fell. This is the only thing that I have in the world. And, um, and it's, and it's been stolen. And so if you have uh, any of these things, could you please give them back to me? You know, I, I need to get these things back. And so these, this group of people started to um, kind of produce things that they had taken um, that had fallen and they, and they gave me some of the things back, but none of the things that they gave me back really seemed to have, wasn't really the things that I was looking for. And so I was disappointed. So I'd lost you know, I guess in the end, it's like I think about it, and I go, well, not only did I lose all my possessions, but I also lost the position on the tower. And so I've been kind of thinking about this dream all day. And, you know, the one thing that occurs to me is, um, you know, why in, 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 the, in, the dream, in the dream reality, you know, like why were all my possessions up there uh, with me on the tower? 
if the task is to set the watch and be watchful, you know, all of those things to me represent the distractions in my life, the things that, you know, kind of the trifles or, or the things that I put my attention on, you know, to, to, uh, to play or to seek entertainment or to seek enjoyment. That's what all of those things represented. And yet in this dream, you know, I'm on this watchtower and not only am I, you know, up there with my possessions, but I was also sleeping up there. And, um, and so I think about it now in the light of the day and I just go, wow, you know, a warning to me not to be divided in my attention and, and to remember what the task is. If, if the Lord has said to set a watch, then, then we need to be watchful and not, um, not distracted, not trying to take these other things with us or not, you know, sleeping on the job, which was the case because in, in the, you know, in the outcome of the dream, not only did I fall and get hurt, not only did the tower fall, but I also lost everything anyway. So anyway, I just wanted to share that dream, uh, with you guys because I, it, it has a lot of significance to me and, you know, many, many times in the messages the Lord has given me and, and throughout the scripture, the Lord has said for us to set a watch. And, and certainly this is, I think, a time of great watchfulness. And so I share this with you guys just as an encouragement to um, to to not be distracted, but to keep the watch. So uh, brothers and sisters, as always, I'm praying for you and I'm thankful for you. And I pray that you will be encouraged wherever you are today, that you'll continue to stand firm in faith and uh, continue to do the things that the Lord has given you to do. Um, let's continue to labor uh, for the Lord while it is day because the night is coming. Um, so brothers and sisters, be blessed and uh, I'll see you guys later. Thank you, Matt. Good job. And on the other side of that interpretation, I've been told the other half. He was, and I've not seen that before. We just watched that together for the first time. So, on the other half of the interpretation of Matt's dream, he's been told to set a watch, right? To keep watch. And his dream told him to pay attention. We've talked about what paying attention means on the Patriot Party podcast and True Spiracy. Your attention is the most valuable thing that you can give. There's a reason why you pay attention. And yet I've been told to keep moving forward. Don't be like Lot's wife. We learned about Lot's wife already. Don't look back. It'll turn into a pillar of salt. Those things that you think you need, like this, you think you need that. You don't. How about this? Your creams, your stuff. Trust me, I love this stuff. Do you really need it? When it's not available. How about this? I think I need this. I don't. When there's no more power to run the batteries. 
when there's no more juice, when there's no more coils, will I die without it? No. I'll be pissy for a while. I'll be cranky as I detox from the nicotine, although there's honestly not, not that much in there. Really, it's just force a habit. You don't need those things. Matt's right. They're distractions. They're little stumbling blocks to that are put in your path to distract you. Is it God's test? Maybe. Does it matter? It's a test. Can you keep your attention focused on what you need to do, on what your path is, with all these things in your way? If you lose them, Will you take your focus, your attention away from what you're supposed to do to go find them? Mick left his phone here this morning. I got home from bringing the kid to school and I went in the bathroom and I saw it sitting right there on the ledge. I was surprised he hadn't already turned around to come get it. I thought I heard him coming a few minutes ago. I texted his boss and I said, hey, Mick left his phone here. He didn't even notice. Don't hold on to your possessions. Don't let them distract you from your purpose. So. Let's start with a prayer. Annie Bear, you want to come say hi to everyone first before we pray? Come here, Bear. I am trying to get the dogs to let me do this for an hour every morning. Come here, Bear. And she's the touchy one because she likes to go look at the window. But in order to get to the window, she has to go over all the electronics and she's not allowed to do that. Huh, Bear? Mm-hmm. So she might sit quietly by my feet or I might try and have to keep her from the window. But if I kick her out, she's going to scratch at the door and she's going to bark and she's going to be crazy and it's going to be distracting. So you're going to be a good bear. Go lay down now that she's had her cameo. She's so pretty. Okay. Go lay down, Bear. That's Annie Bear for you who are not familiar. So let's start with a prayer. Dear God, please give me the strength and energy to get everything done that I need to get done today. And help me find that thing that I lost that I did not look for yesterday because I chose to spend the day outside planting. Because you gave us such a beautiful, warm day yesterday. I surely do appreciate that. Thank you for my animals, for my beautiful dogs, for my chickens and my birds, for all the animals everywhere, because they all have their own purpose and they all work for God. We're the only ones with free choice. Thank you for my family. Thank you for my amazing husband and my wonderful children and my parents who can never remember what time I do this show. So they always call me right when it starts. Thank you for all of our friends and for everybody listening. Y'all are our family now too. We're all family together in Jesus. Although we've not gotten that far yet in this. 
And thank you for constantly showing me what my path is supposed to be and pushing me down it, literally pushing me down it. Thank you, God, for life. Every single day, thank you for life. It's going to be another beautiful day out. Although it was so foggy, so humid that although it's not raining every once in a while, a big drop of precipitation would just fall out of the sky. Seamus hair on my microphone and now it's gotten stuck in my face. I don't know how that happens when Seamus doesn't even come in the studio, but there it is. Okay. Oh, exactly, PN. We are family. Rush. Good morning, Jesus Warriors. Good to see you. TG Eddie, Ellsworth, Wicks, Liana, Ryder. Good to see everyone this morning. And everyone listening and watching. So. And the rooster's screaming outside. They're all still learning how to talk. And with 12 of them, about 10 of them learning how to talk, it's uh, loud. Loud. Any of you have children that learn to play a new instrument? You know those first few weeks or months when it's loud and discordant, grating on your ears, and yet still a touch of beautiful. Underneath, you can see where eventually it's going to sound decent. That's where we're at with the roosters. It's just loud. And I hope, dear God, I won't finish that. Anyway. So yesterday, and of course, being that we're reading for much longer now, we got through quite a bit yesterday. Yesterday, I was pretty happy to learn that my neighbor across the street is going to go to hell because straight off, what's it say? Don't tattle on your neighbors. Deal with it. Talk to them. Broke one of God's rules, like primary laws. Don't tattle on your neighbors. Also, you know, don't bang your neighbor's wife. There's some of that too. Or your sister or your aunt or your mom. Yeah. But don't tattle on your neighbors. I like that one. Hmm. So we are still going through. Very, very descriptive, detailed version of the Ten Commandments. So, the third book of Moses called Leviticus, chapter 25. And the Lord spake unto Moses in Mount Sinai, saying, Speak unto the children. Ooh, sorry, before I get started. I haven't seen Ed Warren here, but that's okay. We're going to listen to 963 today. The most powerful frequency of God attract blessings and great tranquility. There we go. All right, chapter 25. And the Lord spake unto Moses in Mount Sinai, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When ye come into the land which I give you, then shall the land keep a Sabbath unto the Lord. Six years thou shalt sow thy field, and six years thou shalt prune thy vineyard. 
and gather in the fruit thereof. But in the seventh year shall be a Sabbath of rest unto the land, a Sabbath for the Lord. Thou shalt neither sow thy field nor prune thy vineyard. That which groweth of its own accord of thy harvest thou shalt not reap, neither gather the grape of thy vine undressed, for it is a year of rest unto the land. And the Sabbath of the land shall be meat for you, for thee and for thy servant, and for thy maid, and for thy hired servant, and for thy stranger that sojourneth with thee, and for thy cattle, and for the beasts that are in thy land, shall all the increase thereof be meat. And thou shalt number seven Sabbaths of years unto thee, seven times seven years, and the space of the seven Sabbaths of years shall be unto thee forty and nine years. Then shalt thou cause the trumpet of the jubilee to sound on the tenth day of the seventh month. In the day of atonement, ye shall make the trumpet sound throughout all your land, and ye shall hollow the fiftieth year, and proclaim liberty throughout all the land unto all the inhabitants thereof. It shall be a jubilee unto you, and ye shall return every man unto his possession, and ye shall return every man unto his family." A jubilee shall that fiftieth year be unto you. Ye shall not sow, neither reap that which groweth of itself in it, nor gather the grapes in it of thy vine undressed. For it is the jubilee, it shall be holy unto you. Ye shall eat the increase thereof out of the field. In the year of this jubilee, ye shall return every man unto his possession. And if thou sell aught unto thy neighbor, or biased aught of thy neighbor's hand, ye shall not oppress one another. According to the number of years after the jubilee, thou shalt buy of the neighbor, and according to the number of years of the fruits, he shall sell unto thee. According to the multitude of years, thou shalt increase the price thereof, and according to the fewness of years, thou shalt diminish the price of it. For according to the number of the years of the fruits doth he sell unto thee. He shall not therefore oppress one another, but thou shalt fear thy God, for I am the Lord your God. Wherefore, ye shall do my statutes and keep my judgments and do them, and ye shall dwell in the land of safety, and the land shall yield her fruit, and ye shall eat your fill and dwell therein in safety. And if you shall say, What shall we eat the seventh year? Behold, we shall not sow nor gather in our increase. Then I will command my blessing upon you in the sixth year, and it shall bring forth fruit for three years. And ye shall sow the eighth year, and eat yet of old fruit until the ninth year, until her fruits come in, ye shall eat of the old store. The land shall not be sold forever, for the land is mine, for ye are strangers and sojourners with me. And in all the land of your possession ye shall grant a redemption for the land. And if thy brother be waxen poor, and hath sold away some of his possession, and if any of his kin come to redeem it, then shall he redeem that which his brother sold. And if the man have none to redeem it, and himself be able to redeem it, then let him count the years of the sale thereof, and restore the overplus unto the man to whom he sold it, that he may return unto his possession. But if he be able not able to restore it to him, then that which is sold shall remain in the hand of him that boughteth until the year of Jubilee. And in the Jubilee it shall go out, and he shall return unto his possession. 
And if a man sell a dwelling house in a walled city, then he may redeem it within a whole year after it is sold. Within a full year may he redeem it. And if it not be redeemed within the space of a full year, then the house that is in the walled city shall be established forever to him that bought it through his generations. It shall not go out in the jubilee. But the houses of the villages, which have no wall round about them, shall be counted as the fields of the country. They may be redeemed, and they shall go out in the jubilee. Notwithstanding the cities of the Levites and the houses of the cities of their possession, may the Levites redeem at any time. And if a man purchase of the Levites, then the house that was sold and the city of his possession shall go out in the year of Jubilee. For the house of the cities of the Levites are their possession among the children of Israel. But the fields of the suburbs of their cities may not be sold, for it is their perpetual possession. And if thy brother be waxen poor and fallen in decay with thee, then thou shalt relieve him. Yea, though he be a stranger or a sojourner, that he may live with thee. Take thou no usury of him or increase, but fear thy God that thy brother may live with thee. Thou shalt not give him the money upon usury, nor lend him thy victuals for increase. I am the Lord your God, which brought you forth out of the land of Egypt to give you the land of Canaan and to be your God. And if thy brother that dwelleth by thee be waxen poor and be sold unto thee, thou shalt not compel him to serve as a bondservant, but as an hired servant and as a sojourner, he shall be with thee and shall serve thee unto the year of Jubilee. And then shall he depart from thee, both he and his children with him, and shall return unto his own family and unto the possession of his fathers shall he return." For they are my servants, which I brought forth out of the land of Egypt. They shall not be sold as bondsmen. Thou shalt not rule over him with rigor, but shalt fear thy God, both thy bondsmen and thy bondsmaids, which thou shalt have shall be of the heathen, heathen that are round about you. Of them shall ye buy bondmen and bondsmaids. Moreover, of the children of the strangers that do sojourn among you, of them shall ye buy, and of their families that are with you, which they begat in your land, and they shall be your possession. And ye shall take them as an inheritance for your children after you, to inherit them for a possession. They shall be your bondmen forever. But over your brethren, the children of Israel, ye shall not rule one over another with rigor. And if a sojourner or stranger wax rich by thee, and thy brother that dwelleth by him wax poor, and sell himself unto the stranger or sojourner by thee, or to the stock of the stranger's family, after that he is sold, he may be redeemed again. One of his brethren may redeem him, either his uncle or his uncle's son may redeem him, or any that is nigh of kin unto him of his family may redeem him, or if he be able, he may redeem himself." And he shall reckon with him that bought him from the year that he was sold to him unto the year of Jubilee. And the price of his sale shall be according unto the number of years, according to the time of an hired servant shall it be with him. If there be but yet many years behind, according unto them, he shall give again the price of his redemption out of the money that he was bought for. 
And if there remain but few years unto the year of Jubilee, then he shall count with him, and according unto his years shall he give him again the price of his redemption. And as a yearly hired servant shall he be with him, and the other shall not rule with rigor over him in thy sight. And if he be not redeemed in these years, then he shall go out in the year of Jubilee, both he and his children with him. For unto me the children of Israel are servants. They are my servants, whom I brought forth out of the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Chapter 26. Ye shall make you no idols, nor graven image, neither rear you up a standing image, neither shall you set up any image of stone in your land to pow down onto it. For I am the Lord your God. Ye shall keep my Sabbaths and reverence my sanctuary, I am the Lord. If you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and do them, then I will give you rain in due season, and the land shall yield her increase, and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit, and your threshings shall reach onto the vintage, and the vintage shall reach onto the sowing time, and ye shall eat your bread to the full and dwell in your land safely. And I will give peace in the land, and ye shall lie down, and none shall make you afraid, and I will rid evil beasts out of the land. Neither shall the sword go through your land, and ye shall chase your enemies, and they shall fall before you by the sword. And five of you shall chase an hundred, and a hundred of you shall put ten thousand to flight, and your enemies shall fall before you by the sword. For I will have respect unto you and make you fruitful and multiply you and establish my covenant with you. No, Anne. Out. Go lay down. And you shall eat old store and bring forth the old because of the new. And I will set my tabernacle among you and my soul shall not abhor you. And I will walk among you and will be your God, and ye shall be my people. I am the Lord your God, which brought you forth out of the land of Egypt, that ye should not be their bondsmen. And I have broken the bands of your yoke and made you go upright. But if ye will not hearken unto me and will not do all these commandments, and if ye shall despise my statutes, or if your soul abhor my judgments, so that ye will not do all my commandments, but that ye break my covenant, I also will do this unto you. I will even appoint over you terror, consumption, and the burning ague that shall consume the eyes and cause sorrow of heart, and ye shall sow your seed in vain, for your enemies shall eat it. And I will set my face against you, and ye shall be slain before your enemies. They that hate you shall reign over you, and ye shall flee when none pursueth you. And if ye will not yet for all this hearken unto me, then I will punish you seven times more for your sins. And I will break the pride of your power, and I will make your heaven as iron and your earth as brass, and your strength shall be spent in vain, for your land shall not yield her increase. Neither shall the trees of the land yield their fruits. And if ye walk contrary unto me and will not hearken unto me, I will bring seven times more plagues upon you according to your sins. 
I will also send wild beasts among you, which shall rob you of your children and destroy your cattle and make you few in number and your highways shall be desolate. And if ye will not be reformed by me, by these things, we will walk, but will walk contrary unto me. Then will I also walk contrary unto you and will punish you yet seven times for your sins. And I will bring a sword upon you that shall avenge the quarrel of my covenant. And when ye are gathered together within your cities, I will send the pestilence among you and ye shall be delivered into the hand of the enemy. And when I have broken the staff of your bread, 10 women shall bake your bread in one oven and they shall deliver you your bread again by weight and ye shall eat and not be satisfied. And if ye will not for all this hearken unto me, but walk contrary unto me, then I will walk contrary unto you also in fury. And I, even I, will chastise you seven times for your sins. And ye shall eat the flesh of your sons and the flesh of your daughters shall ye eat. And I will destroy your high places and cut down your images and cast your carcasses upon the carcasses of your idols. And my soul shall abhor you. And I will make your cities waste and bring your sanctuaries onto desolation. And I will not smell the savor of your sweet odors. And I will bring the land into desolation. And your enemies which dwell therein shall be astonished at it. And I will scatter you among the heathen and I will draw out a sword after you, and your land shall be desolate, and your cities waste. Then shall the land enjoy her Sabbaths, as long as it lieth desolate, and you be in your enemies' lands. Even then shall the land rest, and enjoy her Sabbaths. As long as it lieth desolate, it shall rest, because it did not rest in your Sabbaths when you dwelt upon it. And upon them that are left alive of you, I will send a faintness into their hearts in the land of their enemies. And the sound of a shaken leaf shall chase them and they shall flee as fleeing from a sword. And they shall fall when none pursueth. And they shall fall one upon another as it were before a, saw, a sword when none pursueth. And ye shall have no power to stand before your enemies. And ye shall perish among the heathen and the land of your enemies shall eat you up. And they that are left of you shall pine away in their inequity in your enemies' lands, and also in the inequities of their fathers shall they pine away with them. And if they shall confess their inequities and their inequity of their fathers with their trespass, which they trespassed against me, and that also they have walked contrary unto me, and that I also have walked contrary unto them and have brought them into the land of their enemies. If then their uncircumcised hearts be humbled and they then accept the punishment of their iniquity, then will I remember my covenant with Jacob and also my covenant with Isaac and also my covenant with Abraham will I remember and I will remember the land. The land also shall be left of them and shall enjoy her Sabbaths while she lieth desolate without them. And they shall accept of the punishment of their inequity because, even because they despised my judgments and because their soul abhorred my statutes 
And yet for all that, when they be in the land of their enemies, I will not cast them away. Neither will I abhor them to destroy them utterly and to break my covenant with them, for I am the Lord their God. But I will for their sakes remember the covenant of their ancestors, whom I brought forth out of the land of Egypt in the sight of the heathen, that I might be their God. I am the Lord. These are the statutes and judgments and laws which the Lord made between him and the children of Israel in Mount Sinai by the hand of Moses. Hmm. Chapter 27. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When a man shall make a singular vow, the person shall be for the Lord by thy estimation. And thy estimation shall be of the male from twenty years old, even unto sixty years old. Even thy estimation shall be fifty shekels of silver, after the shekel of the sanctuary. And if it be a female, then thy estimation shall be 30 shekels. And if it be from five years old, even unto 20 years old, then thy estimation shall be of the male 20 shekels, and for the female 10 shekels. And if it be from a month old, even unto five years old, then thy estimation shall be of the male five shekels of silver. And for the female, thy estimation shall be three shekels of silver. And if it be from 60 years old and above, if it be a male, then thy estimation shall be 15 shekels and for the female, 10 shekels. But if he be poorer than thy estimation, then he shall present himself before the priest and the priest shall value him according to his ability that vowed shall the priest value him. And if it be a beast, whereof men bring an offering unto the Lord, all that any man giveth of such unto the Lord shall be holy. He shall not alter it nor change it, a good for a bad, a bad for a good. And if he shall at all change beast for beast, then it and the exchange thereof shall be holy. And if it be any unclean beast of which they do not offer a sacrifice unto the Lord, then he shall present the beast before the priest and the priest shall value it, whether it be good or bad, as thou valuest it, who art the priest, so shall it be. But if he will at all redeem it, then he shall add a fifth part thereof unto thy estimation. And when a man shall sanctify his house to be holy unto the Lord, then the priest shall estimate it, whether it be good or bad. As the priest shall estimate it, so shall it stand. And if he that sanctified it will redeem his house, then he shall add the fifth part of the money of thy estimation unto it, and it shall be his. And if a man shall sanctify unto the Lord some part of a field of his possession, then thy estimation shall be according to the seed thereof. An omer of barley seed shall be valued at 50 shekels of silver. If he sanctify his field from the year of Jubilee, according to thy estimation, it shall stand. But if he sanctify his field after the Jubilee, then the priest shall reckon unto him the money according to the years that remain, even unto the year of Jubilee, and it shall be abated from thy estimation. And if he that sanctified the field will in any wise redeem it, then he shall add the fifth part of the money of thy estimation unto it, and it shall be assured to him. And if he will not redeem the field, 
or if he have sold the field to another man, it shall not be redeemed anymore. But the field, when it goeth out in the jubilee, shall be holy unto the Lord as a field devoted. The possession thereof shall be the priests. And if a man sanctify unto the Lord a field which he hath bought, which is not of the fields of his possession, then the priest shall reckon unto him the worth of thy estimation, even unto the year of the jubilee. And he shall give it thine estimation in that day as a holy thing unto the Lord. In the year of the jubilee, the field shall return unto him of whom it was bought, even to, to him to whom the possession of the land did belong. And all thy estimation shall be according to the shekel of the sanctuary. Twenty geras shall be the shekel. Only the firstling of the beasts, which should be the Lord's firstling, no man shall sanctify it. Whether it be ox or sheep, it is the Lord's. And if it be of an unclean beast, then he shall redeem it according to thine estimation, and shall add a fifth part of it thereto. Or if it not be redeemed, then it shall be sold according to thy estimation, notwithstanding no devoted thing that a man shall devote unto the Lord of all that he hath, both of man and beast, and of the field of his possession shall be sold or redeemed. Every devoted thing is most holy unto the Lord." None devoted, which shall be devoted of men, shall be redeemed, but shall surely be put to death. And all the tithe of the land, whether of the seed of the land or of the fruits of the trees, is the Lord's. It is holy unto the Lord. And if a man will at all redeem aught of his tithes, he shall add thereto a fifth part thereof. And concerning the tithe of the herd or of the flock, even of whatsoever passeth under the rod, the tenth shall be holy unto the Lord. And he shall not search whether it be good or bad, neither shall he change it. And if he change it at all, then both it and the change thereof shall be holy. It shall not be redeemed. These are the commandments which the Lord commanded Moses for the children in Mount Sinai. And that completes the third book of Moses called Leviticus, which means I think we're done reading for the day because I'm not about to start the fourth book at the end of a show, but that's okay because that makes it more difficult when I put it back together for the podcast, when I put out the audio, which I have to work on that today. Today is an admin day. So what did we learn? Tell me, what we just read there about all the possessions being given up in the year of Jubilee. I'll give you a different perspective on Matt's message from the beginning. Gave me a different perspective on Matt's message from the beginning of his dream. And it also makes me realize that every single one of our laws, right? We say our, our rights are given to us by God. It's because our constitution is based on this. All of our laws, all of our practices in our everyday lives, in our cities, in our counties, in our states, in our countries, they're all based on this, what we've been reading. Think about that. 
Think about that. Yeah, Lindsay, money doesn't buy happiness. It just buys things that distract you from being unhappy. Lindsay says, why are servants needed at all? It seems like there's a lot of arguing over sex and servants. Well, before technology, you had hard work. There's always been servants, even today. Think about it. Whether you are working for a paycheck or you are working to put food on the table out of your gardens or you're running your own business, are you not serving someone else? Isn't it, isn't almost everything we do being a servant? And yet most of us don't realize that really we are all servants of God. We're supposed to be. And he gave us free will. We are the only ones that possess that. What will you do with your free will? Personally, I've come to realize that free will screws a lot of things up. Although I do like my freedom, but I am a very dichotomous person. So, you know, I choose to serve God. Maybe that's why we have free will. Because we all have to make that choice. But the punishments there that God talked about, seven years upon seven years, and even the Jubilee, we learned about that in Enoch when we read Enoch on Truspiracy. But the punishments, doesn't that seem like that's what we're going through right now? I was told that our the big time of trouble that we are coming into right now going to be much longer than we anticipate. So. Be prepared. Put your faith and your trust in God. Don't worry about the possessions, the mundane things that distract you from your path, from your purpose. Listen, have faith. Follow your path because we all have a purpose right now. Those of you that are listening, those of us that are here, I believe we chose to be here in this time, in this place for a purpose. But once we got here, part of the purpose is to figure out what the purpose is, right? To learn how to listen. It is a learned thing, trust me. To open up your heart and your soul to be able to experience true faith. That's something too. Rush says he is a gentleman and won't force himself on anyone. We must freely come to him in love. Well, I'll tell you, God has literally kicked my butt, punched me in the head, and um, pushed me down my path. 
Was I forced? No. Was I coerced? I mean, kinda. <laughs> For being honest. <sighs> because once you see it, you can't unsee it. Once you feel it, once that first time that you are truly feel, filled, filled with the spirit of the Lord, you don't want to go back to the empty, to the nothing. That's the worst possible. That is hell. After that first time that you've been filled with the spirit of the Lord to go back to the nothing is hell. Don't go there. And then every time you think that you're as full as you can possibly be, you level up. You get a little full, fuller. What the heck? What the? So. Hmm. All right. I'm going to get out of here. So Liana is coming up next over at the Liana Wilbert show, the TNA variety show. Trump and his army, not the other thing. You dirty minded people. <laughs> you go check her out on pilled.net. Liana, what you got going on today? Documentary, music, news, movie, Little Matthew Perry movie, Fool's Russian, maybe. Just saying. Of course, you know, you couldn't get more vaccinated than him. Now you can, if, if you make it as far as he did, like, I don't know, eight, nine shots in. Maybe, maybe you could make it to 10 before following his path. Y'all know I think that the jab disconnects you from God at the genetic level, right? So. Ooh, I will, Claire. Thank you. Claire dropped a link in the Rumble chat. It's a frequency healing group. So go check that out. So Mick and I will be back tonight. It is uh, an early show today as it's Tuesday. And I think we're just going to kind of have fun today because it's Halloween. And, uh, you know, we're going to have the kids. I don't know. Maybe we'll bring the kids in for a little bit to hang out. Who knows? Halloween show, cartoons, music, movies. Fun day on Liana's show too. So Mick and I will be back tonight, 5.15 for the pre-show, 5.30 for the start of the regular show for the Patriot Party podcast. And um, that's it for me. I will be back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. So thank you all for tuning in and I'll see you on the flip side. I hope everybody has a wonderful, blessed day. And I don't know if last Tuesday was Josh's last AMP show. I'll have to check, Lindsay. I'll check with Vince. I have no idea. Um, could be. Maybe he's going back to a regular show today. Maybe we'll be on at 5.30 instead. Or 5.45 for a 6 p.m. start. I'll put it in the Telegram chat. And I'll let Liana know and she can put it out on her channel too. So, we'll know. Okay. So, uh, y'all have a wonderful, blessed day. Please pray for our good friend, Def's bunny wife, who is back in the hospital. Um, they're going back through her medication. She had a bad reaction to one. So, they're trying to figure out what it was so they can get her better. So, all right. Well, then maybe it won't be an early show today. Maybe it'll be 5.45 for the regular show, 6 p.m. for the start of the show. So, yeah. All right. Then we'll regular, regular schedule. 
No more early show on Tuesday. Good to know. Thank you for letting me know. <laughs> so we'll be back tonight, 545 for the regular show or for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the start of the regular show on the Patriot Party podcast. So y'all have a wonderful, blessed day. Remember the veil's a little bit thinner tonight. So be careful, be safe. Put on the armor of God because you may need it. I'll see you on the flip side. Baby, chill, don't medicate, just meditate You waking up now, well, baby, you hella late Educate, look at what's going on, let it resonate Accelerate, find your inner hunger like you never ate Agenda is to push the hate, separate and segregate Don't celebrate quite yet, the storm is coming, cue for heaven's sake Violence that they demonstrate, instigate and penetrate The values of our country and our God is what they desecrate My fighters ain't no featherweight Pulling out the seams of the fabric that they fabricate They feed us lies, manipulate, intimidate through fear and force Forcing us to sit and wait Till we come together, congregate, and then we liberate Praying that you give me strength to find some love amongst the hate Marching on these streets of blood Till I see the golden gates Troubadour and troubled souls One of God's servants Blades out, cut the grass till we see the serpent oh, one day I hope you see the truth This puppet show stays on because of you Just digested, suspected something's going on, but chose to just neglect it. Deflected by some breaking news, oh, we just accepted. Expected just to fall in line and follow their perspective. Don't question their objective, but I got a lot of questions. How these kids molested, but nobody's been arrested. Read it in the testament, these children are protected. So I'm fighting all these terrorists, both foreign and domestic. Refuse to be directed. Lying, not a sheep, only kneel to my God, so I'm dying on my feet. Uh, silence when we speak, but there's violence in the street. I've been rolling with the punches, I can't take it on the cheek. Uh, drink from a glass half full, I'm optimistic. People are sadistic, so vicious and malicious. Praying for assistance to overcome our position, or I'm gonna start resisting and then I pray for forgiveness. Oh, one day, I hope you see the truth. This puppet show stays on because of you fools.